0: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen! And if
1: you, if you kick every Latino out of this country, then who is going to be cleaning your toilet, Donald Trump?
2: Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap they distort, so question as if you war shack, horsemen, men and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it, homes, just that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blindness on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and last to nonsense, cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person, and politicking is bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed, but I can't
3: sit back and lurk. I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose. And it's a beautiful thing, too. Welcome back to The Underground for June 21st, 2021. This is a blah, 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 blah. blah. This is episode 18. Joseph, how are you doing, my friend?
4: I'm doing well, man. Not, not too bad, not too bad. Good, good. About to be off call tomorrow, so we got one more night to go. And at least till the next quarter I'm free.
3: Oh, good. Okay. I didn't realize it was only once a quarter. I'm sure you said that. And... Yeah.
4: Only once a quarter. So mm-hmm. it's not too bad. Had some people call that it's like, why are you calling? Like, this isn't anything you need to be calling anyone about. Just wait <laughs> till we're open for business hours. But we have dog um, gravy, man.
3: So our our business is technically 24 hours. And occasionally people will call uh looking for a Ankle monitoring company that's also called Shadow Track, and I mean this has happened even before I started working there, where they would call up and it's like, "No, you're looking for this company."
4: <laughs> oh man, um, anyway, that's funny man. though. Yeah, yeah. So like with uh us, um, I've had I've had some funny experience. I had this one. Uh, person here pull up to me, cut me off while I was walking back to the office, like just aggressively cut me off of their vehicle while I was walking back to the office and said, hey, don't y'all have a building north of town? I'm like, no, this is <laughs> the only building we have north of town or that we have in town at all. And I said, we have different stations, but they're not huge or anything. It's like, no, y'all have a video north of town and it's huge. and has a large cafeteria. I'm like, no, you're thinking of this utility company, which is our competitor or whatnot, so to say. And uh, she says, "No, it's y'all, and I bet we have to pay for it. And I just want to let you know we're tired of your crap. Except for you can insert swear word, and I just want you to know you can eat crap. And God bless <laughs> to just <spit> wow. <laughs> I was just like, okay, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. Yep. I'm just coming back from lunch. Yep, yep. That's why I no longer work in customer service, Bro, kind of sort. People are nuts." I kind of do still work in customer service, just not in the restaurant industry, like on a more regular basis. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, people are,
3: man. I think, I think there's even more uh, pent-up aggression thanks to Rona. You know, it's like people yeah. just, they got stuck in their house. They didn't have any way of just like, uh, do you know, whether that's like gym or whatever the case may be. And I, yeah, I don't know. It, it just, I mean, maybe that's like confirmation bias, but it just seems like, I run into people who are significantly more aggressive than, than they used to be. And you're just like, mm. okay. Um,
1: it's yeah, funny. Right.
3: I went to, uh, Ingalls, the local grocery store here. I, I guess, I guess oh, yeah. they, I, they, yeah, I guess they have them around the country or whatever, but they're, I think North Carolina is where they got started. If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And, um, I went in cause I didn't bring my lunch. And so I just went to go get a sandwich mm-hmm. and, uh, This girl at the counter, she looked like she was a teenager, right? So I don't know. Maybe she was like a younger teenager. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I was like, hi, because obviously I wanted a sandwich. And she just kind of looks at me and I'm like, oh, this is getting awkward. And and she goes, oh, hello, sir. I can't make you a sandwich. (laughs) I was like, okay. And she goes, I'm not. I'm not old enough to make the sandwiches or something like that. Right. She's like, right. Oh, I think she said, I'm not of age to make the sandwiches, which is a weird way to say that anyway. Yeah. Um, right. Cause I'm like, you're not serving me alcohol. You're making me a sandwich. And, um, so she was like, well, someone else can help you. And she like looked around and this lady came over and she was like, uh, yeah I don't know what that was all about and I was like well she told me she's not of age to make a, a sandwich um and uh this other lady that was there was like <laughs> she's like yeah she can't she can't use the knives or whatever and then this lady goes oh I wonder if it's like that guy that tried to kill himself in the freezer yesterday. <laughs> i'm like what (laughs) what is going on at this store it's a brand new ingles too it's it's like super clean
4: really well lit. that's weird can't you use a knife
3: and so i went well she said she was just under age and so i guess they must have some policy where you can't cut open bread if you're not a certain age like maybe she was like 15 and you have to be 16 or older and i'm like what still you don't you don't trust like uh, you don't have to give her a super sharp knife it's just got to cut open bread it's you know and so i was very confused and also got an overshare from uh one of the employees there about uh (laughs) the stuff that goes on behind the scenes at ingles
4: so uh, dude there's this there's this uh retail store here uh Nah, I want to go into all that. Never <laughs> mind. I, I'll keep that one. I'll keep that one. I'll get out. I kept it. Yeah. So I don't want.
3: I'm sure everyone has been um, patiently waiting to hear about Tim Tebow being at church yesterday.
4: But um, well, when you say Tim Tebow, you have to do this. He hasn't,
3: he hasn't been a gator. Be gator. He's been a gator com. in like
4: ten years. He's essentially a Gator <laughs> a again. Alum, he's whatever. for Jacksonville.
3: Oh yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's playing for the Jaguars now. I made a comment, yeah. a couple like I think it was last weekend, because you know we were uh, for those of you who don't know, like, Joseph and I went to school in Valdosta, Georgia, which is like the butthole of the South. Um, it's literally <laughs> that's a perfect way of saying it's, it. it's hot, it's smelly, and it, it's sweaty. Uh, there's barely a breeze, and it's like being at the ocean without the ocean actually being there. So it's, and it's like that. Nine out of twelve months of the year, and the summers, yeah, like, the summers are. And are Eleven horrific. of the twelve months. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I remember because I used to work at the mall down there, and I remember yeah. going in one day, and a couple of the guys from the Jaguars were there, and I was like. This seems sort of sad. Go Go ahead. ahead. No, no, I'm done. That was it. It was kind of sad. It just seemed like they weren't, they didn't want to be there.
4: So my wife in high school for a brief period of time dated Telvin Smith. Telvin Smith uh, went on to be a legit like superstar middle linebacker, I think. He played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He sounded like a signed like a four year, five year, $54 million deal or whatnot. So I used to say you started from the top and now you're here. (laughs) Like talking about,
3: (laughs) is he still playing for them?
4: Bad financial decision. But then, but then a year or two ago. Um, so he took before COVID happened, he took a year off for like his body and stuff like that. And then like during that year, um, closer to the year mark, maybe even after a year, he got arrested, (gasps) Um, for I think trying to hook up with like a sixteen or seventeen year old girl. And so I said, You started from the bottom, now you get <laughs> like, Dodge good a thing that you didn't follow through with that.
3: Yep. Yep. Well, um, I always had the impression that the Jaguars were not exactly a uh good a, team. A good team. That was at least when we were there. And I, I like mentioned <laughs> this is I, a solid I, I mentioned that uh to someone that I was having lunch with it was like a bunch of us went out after church or whatever because Tebow got brought up and obviously he's signed a contract with them and um they were kind of like looking at me like I had no idea what I was talking about and uh, you know I don't know that much about football but I it was one of those moments where I was like did I just misread everything about them and I was like no there's no way because I remember people used to tell me stories about how half their stadium would be covered with a tarp to make it look fuller because they just couldn't <laughs> get enough people to go see the games. Yes. And I'm like that, that sounds and that's
4: the- Yeah. So many people were pissed about Tim Tebow getting um potentially he hasn't been guaranteed yet, but right. getting a shot at being a tight end. But people don't understand the business side of this. This dude will sell yeah tickets to the Jaguar games. Yeah. Especially if he's actually good and gets in at, at specifically specifically at the tight end position. Um but yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head. Other than like one year where they went to the AFC Championship year, um, the AFC Championship, which is the game before it's the game before the Super Bowl. Right. So you have two divisions, the AFC and the NFC, and then so they each have like their conference final championship game. And the Jaguars, I think, just went there one time. And then some other years they had like some winning seasons, but historically, yeah, they suck. They're trash.
3: <laughs> so
4: <laughs> that's why they had the one number one pick this past year. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And got yeah, someone got, did. Uh, what's his name? Someone did. Trevor mention, Lawrence.
3: Yeah, someone mentioned that to me, and I and obviously I'm I'm like mostly illiterate when it comes to football, uh, and I was just like, oh, great. Does that mean they've got a shot now? Like I, you know, and you know me, like I generally have this sarcastic nature or whatever, and so I I was just like, I I don't know, I I probably rubbed him the wrong way or whatever, but it is what it is. Yeah, but yeah, funny. so. But
4: how how was it? What did he preach on?
3: That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me say this. <laughs> let me say this. So it was a father's. Yeah, birth.
4: say this, David. Go ahead. I defend yourself. I have to yourself. preface this. I have to preface this. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> Tebow seems. It must have been really impactful. <laughs> so Tebow seems to have a really. I, I think his heart is more for outreach than anything else. Um, it seems like that might be where his actual gifts lie. Um, he doesn't seem to have, he, he, he seems to have no problem going out and speaking to people, which makes sense. Cause his father was a, um, missions pastor. Um, yeah. and so he, uh, he talked a lot about that. Um, but it it was sort of weird, and and the way that I've described it to people is he he kind of preaches as if he's talking to a, a bunch of people at like a seminar almost. So it's almost mm. it's almost doesn't have like the Sunday morning uh, thing because he doesn't do uh it wasn't expository right like so he wasn't breaking down a uh, a section of scripture. He was kind of using. Why
4: was he there? If he wasn't doing that, uh, why was he there? What was it about?
3: So it was Father's Day, and so he was doing, I guess, a Father's Day message. And if you were to just like picture in your mind a sermon that Tim Te- Tim Tebow would give on Father's Day, um, you probably would hit the nail on the head. It was it was pretty like right down the middle, uh, pretty safe. You know, they did a, um, it wasn't exactly an altar call, but they did basically like a come to Jesus call at the end, which was, a, which was a little out of place because typically our church doesn't do stuff like that. They don't do the, like, pray this prayer and raise your hand. Like they've actually moved away. Is from that what
4: Timo did? Yeah,
3: <laughs> I was, I was kind of supr- I was kind of surprised to be honest. I, yeah. I, 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 was sort of like, wow, this sort of seems out of
4: place and hey, um but to if be honest, call out, I'll call JD Greer out because he had a uh I'll I have to find the bookmark, but he had one. I think he I think yeah, I think he, he had, got it. Um uh, stop is it's the little yellow book,
3: right? Uh stop asking Jesus into your heart or whatever. Yeah,
4: Isn't he that was that? coming out against the sinner's prayer, but right. he has a response prayer to help people understand like how to talk to God or whatnot. I was so, just picking by calling out JD oh. Greer. <laughs> so um
3: <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, he knows what he's talking about, but I don't know if it's a stylistic thing, and he just comes from that sort of '90s, early 2000s era of preaching where it's a lot of storytelling and then using scripture to sort of back up the things that you're saying, rather than being like, because like our pastor comes out on stage to like to introduce him, and he go and he goes, we're gonna be in Luke chapter five, and we all. Like get there or whatever. And then he comes out on stage and I think he uses like one verse from Luke chapter five and doesn't u- like reference it the rest of the time. Um, oh, and so yeah. my, my whole thing, you know, part of me wanted to give him to the benefit of the doubt because I was already kind of skeptical going into the whole thing. Hey, maybe
4: um, this is first time preaching, bro.
3: It's definitely not <laughs> because I've heard people. I've definitely heard people talk about him being, <laughs> they're like, Uh, oh, yeah, they they say, like, he's really got a talent for it. And I hope this comes off as, like, constructive criticism and not me just, like, because I think he really, I think he's very sincere. Like, when he, I would have legitimately sat up there and listened to him talk about uh, the ministry work that he's done and and a lot of that stuff's really interesting to me. Um, I wonder, and this is why I kind of, I had to sort of remove myself from being, like, Okay, how would I react if someone who wasn't Tim Tebow gave this message? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Because I think yeah. I think people get those rose-colored glasses a little bit because of who he is and sort of the respect that he garners for things that he's done that I, I think he does uh,
4: deserve respect for. Um, mm mm-hmm. But yeah, you're not like criticizing yeah. him being a Christian. You're just like his, his style. I mean, uh, first of all, teaching, his style, his preaching. Yeah. It's just,
3: it, it doesn't, it, it it doesn't work for me. You know, I, I want someone who's going to like take a passage of scripture. They're going to just dissect it. They're not kind of forcing a message in like, it very much kind of felt like, well, it's father's day. So we have to make, there's gotta be some sort of theme the like theme about fatherhood or whatever. Um, and, and not to like, like dis on everything because he, he actually, one of the things I really liked is that he, he did mention like, Hey, not everyone here has a father. Right. And so, you know, I grew up without a dad. So that like really hit home for me. And I was like, Oh, okay. I was like, I like respect, man. Like, I, I'm glad that you didn't just like forget about, you know, the people who, uh, who, who aren't in that situation. Um, Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's what you expect. I imagine he does stuff like this pretty regularly. And so he just kind of has his template, Mm -hmm. and that's what he goes with. Um, But, yeah, Yeah. the whole, whole, like, sinner's prayer thing at the end is so weird because, honestly, the weirdest part about it was that he asked all of the people who weren't praying the sinner's prayer to pray it anyway. But the way it works is if you've never prayed the prayer before— and, and he was like, well, we, I want you to do, I think his intentions were good because he's like, well, I want them to know that they're not alone in this or whatever. And I was like, oh, I get that. But he's he like, I want you to just say it with everyone else. So they know that. And he starts going through it. And it's so funny because I guess there was some point where it was like, uh, it, it's like the, con- the confession or like asking him to come in or like to come into your heart for the first time or whatever. And so when that part came about, you could hear everyone who, because everyone's praying out loud. You could hear everyone at that part go, like they just didn't say it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So it's just. It's so weird, man. Like because of how unbiblical it is. But you never hear like in the Bible that sinner's prayer. And it's, it's funny because, you know, Baptists or, or Protestants will pick on, you know, Catholicism, or, or uh, you know, this denomination, that denomination, Baptist will, first stuff. I think the sinner's prayer originated within um, the Baptist denomination, mm-hmm. and it's totally unbiblical. Yeah. So there's no foundation for about accepting and receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Yeah. I wanted to say about uh, a couple things. I, uh, well, I wanted to say one thing about Tebow, then I wanted to ask you a question okay. about it. Okay. The first thing I want to say is that. Uh, something that nobody knows is that Tim Tebow actually helped me with become. Um, I don't know if the right, if it, if it would technically be cool to say this, but I think it is uh, a better Christian, a more mature Christian, not sure. from from things that he said. By his conduct, it was what mm-hmm. something someone said about him. It was a sports reporter, Jamil. And she said, When Tim Tebow talked to me and when I saw him talk to others, he would be intentional with you and make you feel like you were, even though you were around, he, like even though he had all these people around him, like, it was massive, it was crazy. You would feel like he was only talking to you. He gave you his full attention and listened. And I'm like, that's the kind of man I want to be when I'm talking to people. And I'm mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah, I know. I you know you probably picked it up in the podcast how I I'll interrupt David and stuff like that. I, don't, <laughs> I do it to
3: you. That's too. That's something I
4: actively try to work on. Yeah, um, this is a totally but, different. man, that skill, helped though. me be. Yeah, it helped me be a a way better listener. Um, but then the second question I want to ask you about his uh, sermon on Sunday is, did he say anything about single mother? And maybe your mother is also your father. No. Okay, thank God. Yeah, no, I don't that, think that. No rubs me the worst it'd be like you know if i didn't have a grandparent and you know my mother and my father being like well i'll be your grandfather like no you're not that's not your role (laughs) and so i don't know i just don't like the whole thing of celebrating mothers on father's day or celebrating fathers on mother's day it's like you know those are two different roles that you know a father cannot fill and a mother cannot fill yeah granted you know it's not that they don't uh, it's not impactful. It's just something they can't feel, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Um, something that, 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 that reminds me of, and then we'll move on to the next topic. But uh, I saw a video on, on Twitter today. And usually when this stuff runs across your feed, it's like, Oh no. But it was a girl. And I don't even, it, I don't even remember who, who tweeted this or whatever, but uh, she was just like doing a video that was thanking her dad for being uh, a really good role model. Right, mm-hmm. and I, I think she was in college, or she was she was definitely in like early twenties or whatever. And it, it was also kind of funny because, and, and this is definitely confirmation bias to some degree, but I I have this theory that there is a direct correlation between the attractiveness of a woman and uh, how stable of a personality she has. <laughs> Maybe it's just. Twitter. So what do you mean? Well, she was like she was like, a very tra- she's a very attractive girl and. She had a completely like stable personality. So, like, she w- it wasn't, you know, yeah. like, you have those videos of women who are like screaming or they're, they're like trying to, to, you know, use every, every like, all the lingo that comes from these groups of people that they surround themselves with. Like, they're, they're like woke mm-hmm. bubble, if you will. Um, and then this girl who's just like having this emotional connection to being like, you know, thank you for, um, you know, she's like, I've never seen him complain. He's always been there for me. Um, you know, and it's it's just kind of like being a, an actual father. And uh you're like, wow, that's that's awesome. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know, she's significantly more attractive than all the women I've ever seen be psychopaths on Twitter or on social you know, media.
4: In general. <laughs> it's interesting you said this. I don't know how true it is I have not look up the research, and but uh, <laughs> the research showed like mental health a different uh, political parties yeah. and it was like uh the, the more left you were the more mental illness you had versus the more right you were the less mental illness you had well so i don't know i how, don't know how I, even the I, the mythology of that but yeah. that's hilarious and it's just interesting to think about Yeah, it was just and kind it of like will confirm your confirmation bias for sure because yeah it's like oh wow
3: yeah um the only the only uh disagreement i would even have with myself if i was arguing with myself about this is that uh like i think tp usa like turning point is nuts and every (laughs) they legitimately they they only hire good-looking women it's part of it it must be part of their uh their mission statement like if you were to go into it it's like she must be attractive
4: (laughs) there's like a panel of some guys that yeah yeah (laughs) and and it's just because i I, and
3: the reason for that is i was looking for for stuff for a section later on and i remembered i guess it was the guy who runs uh turning point said something like nuts about juneteenth and uh or he was like
4: turning point is uh charlie kirk and candace owens thing right i think so maybe so charlie
3: kirk i think well because candace owens came out and just had her like boomer statement about the whole thing because I, I mean, you know, it's it's typical. Yeah, we can Candid- get into that. Yeah, it's typical Candace Owens. But I was looking for that stuff, and so I got on their their Twitter page, and I was just like, "This is kind of weird," and it, it and you know, I'm I'm a little yeah. Sensitive. Charlie Kirk
4: is the leader. Okay. Um,
3: it 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 borderlines on like a cultish mentality with the whole, with the mm-hmm. way they have everything set up, and it it, it feels kind of like a grift because they'll talk about wanting like, like free markets and all of these things that uh, conservatives are generally terrible about. And, and you're like, eh. and then it's like, they have like Ted Cruz is like one of their main speakers or whatever. And it's, it's kind of just like, they're kind of just shills for the Republican party, but it's in this sort of like yeah. fancy, shiny veneer. At least that's the way that it comes off to me it's like i don't, I don't right. feel like you guys really care it it goes back to that thing that's like it, it seems like you want to force your mor- morality or and, and ever and what you believe on other people through the government rather than wanting people to actually be able to be free to live their lives and make choices for themselves and so it's just like ah it's it, it's kind of just the another side of the same coin as the way that liberals are right it's like it's just a different kind of crazy to some degree at least that's the way i see it but anyway speaking well this this next thing is kind of a a double-edged sword for me um so e3 was last week and this was something that uh one of uh the guys in our our discord asked us to kind of talk about and i don't know how much you pay attention to this um most yeah uh but E three is the Electronic Entertainment Expo, if I remember correctly. That's what the the three E's stand for. It's been around forever. I mean, I think since at least the mid nineties. And um, oh yeah, at
4: one point you remember X Games, that show. X Games would like it was like the really nerdy guy with um, the blonde hair, and then it had a uh, uh, chick She was in X Men. Olivia Munn, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, uh, yeah. yeah,
3: that was on. Uh, I think it
4: was called X Games. Oh
3: man.
4: No it, X Games Video Game Show. I'm telling you it was called It was on the game network. It, I think it was called X Games. The, the guy Yes. Was it? I think I do not know. I thought it was. I, know what but you're talking I think about. I read the wrong thing. But it was on G four. Okay. I'll I'll just do Yeah. And, yeah, that's um, what it was. Yeah, Olivia that's Olivia. That's where she got to start. Game show. Yeah, they paired her with a guy who was extremely good at video games. Um but then why uh man. But but he wasn't he wasn't that uh attractive looking, you know what I mean? Oh, In comparison yeah, yeah, yeah. like to her. Yeah. Th- and, let's, you know,
3: let's be real. They hired her for a very specific reason. Um
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: uh, oh yeah they did. It was um well Attack of the Show. Attack of the Show. Oh, yeah, how right. did I get that? Wrong? And it,
3: it wasn't it because that was a different show. You're thinking of um uh a different. There was another show that had that guy and um, another girl, and they used to review video games. Uh, for yeah, G, I'm thinking for of G4. a different. You're thinking yeah, of Attack of the see. Show. You're thinking of a guy that he kind of looked like Ryan Seacrest. He had that sort of like boy look and it was him and Olivia Munn. At least they were the original two hosts. And I think people got switched out anyway. It's kind Uh, of besides the point. So E3 was this year. They didn't do it last year because of COVID. And this year it was, uh, completely digital. So as far as I know, they didn't do any sort of like conference. Uh, there was no show floor anything like that, like in years past. And, um, I'm of two minds about it because like most industries that are West Coast based and kind of live in that uh, Silicon Valley bubble, it's very, very liberal. Um, mm-hmm. They're very much into the whole equity and um, needing to have representation in all of these different positions. and. It, it's just kind of like, it comes off kind of goofy and insincere, you know? Right. It's like... You, it doesn't
4: give you the right outcome you look for anyway. No, usually
3: not, because they're what they're hoping, right, is that, uh, for instance, you would have like a group of women that would make the next Legend of Zelda, right, the next Mass Effect, uh, the next Call of Duty, and in, in reality, what ends up happening is they make these indie games that some some people are into, and a lot of people are like, I just have no interest in playing that, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And it's because, in reality, gamers and people who play video games are surprisingly diverse, uh, but they come from different backgrounds, right? Like, you have people who all they do is buy Call of Duty every year, they don't care, or you have guys who just buy NBA 2K or Madden or FIFA, um, and then you have other people who are really into a mixed variety of things or people who are only right. into to one genre, and uh, it just it comes off as sort of this echo chamber, uh, with with kind of the culture that surrounds that in the developers arena or the commentators, right? Um, right. Like Twitch is notoriously hyper liberal, like beyond anything that. It's just like, it's just bad. Um, yeah. It, I don't know. It like it almost caves in on itself.
4: Well, like they might as well just go ahead and hire AOC to host it. That's how... Yeah, and they basically have. I mean, man.
3: she she did... And that's, that, that's actually a really good point because she got on that platform and did gangbusters. Right? I mean, she's... And, and it was for her uh, playing uh, Among Us last year. Um, right. Which I thought was incredibly smart, and people were raking her across the coals, and I'm like, y'all are missing the point. I was like, you really yeah. don't understand, like... You don't... It,
4: this is a... Don't. It's if you don't like someone's ideology, that's fine. But you don't have to. That doesn't mean you dog them for everything. It's a smart move, and that's where you lose sight of what they're good at. Right. Mm This is the same thing people have done with other politicians too.
3: Well, and it's it's one of those things where you have her, who she seemingly has her finger on the culture. Like you can say she's not dumb and she's terrible with Paul poli- or that she's dumb and she's terrible with policy. You go on and on about her as, as a actual political figure and, and all those mm-hmm. things, but she's got her thumb on her, on the culture. Right. Whereas you see a lot of the, of her counterparts, people who are her age on the Republican side.
4: Uh,
3: and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're, they, they it, it's just like, they're so Yeah, You got your,
4: one of them lives in your uh, state. Yeah. Oh, Madison, uh, Crawthorn. Yeah. Whatever his name is. He. Well, I'll
3: I'll plead the fifth on on that whole situation. But he he legitimately, from a culture standpoint, could learn a lot from her, which yeah. I'm sure he would hate yeah. to hear. Um, because he's like he, he comes from that background of like, uh, what is it? Gods, like God, Guns and Family, or or one of you know some mm-hmm. phrase that's very southern.
4: The three G's, yeah. yeah. Um, and
3: uh, has probably no most of the stuff
4: he puts most of the stuff he puts out on Twitter. I am like, bro, can you just hire me and I'll do your stuff yeah, for you? Yeah, like well, just hire it, me, man.
3: It's like, <laughs> yeah, there is just it's very it's very milk toast, right? And maybe right. that's on purpose. Maybe he's they're they're making sure that he's not like ruffling feathers or whatever, but it's just, I mean, if, if but you're even still, though, yeah, it's just kind of like, uh, like he said, he tweeted something today about like the whole, uh, Russia situation. And I was just like, uh, okay, great.
4: Yeah. Uh, my whole thing is focus on your state, bro. Agreed. Like, well, and the thing is, is he's, you know? he's
3: like the, he's the state representative in Congress. So it's supposed to be on that, that federal level. But yeah, I, I'm like, bro, like, we have, like, Asheville, the place that you grew up in and around, uh, is having terrible problems, right? Our governor has gotten right. on board with the whole Rona um, lottery thing, so they want to give someone, like, a million dollars for taking the shot. You should, dude, he, I, I clicked under his comments about him talking about that. People are just roasting him now in the comment section on Twitter. I just, I got a huge kick out of it today. Uh, someone was just like, "Hey, can can you please give us like the numbers for um, side effects, long term, how it affects uh, uh, women who are giving birth, or how it affects um, the ovaries of women?" Like he, just asking like all these questions or whatever, just in the comments, and you know, it seems it's it's very reasonable. It's like, "Hey, I'd really like to know the the actual potential side effects that are going on." Obviously, no one's responding to it. And so he's just, he's kind right. of just, he's getting dragged on on Twitter a little bit. But it's like, yeah, it's like, where is where is Cawthorn and uh, some of the other people being like, hey, like, we don't agree with this. I mean, the state's doing some some stuff right, uh, as far as politics is concerned, where they're trying to get rid of mm-hmm. some of, they're, they're trying to get rid of, um, we're totally off topic, but it doesn't matter. Uh, they're trying to get rid of, uh, we have a gun, you, you have a handgun permit that you have to buy in order to actually just, to purchase one. It's not even a concealed carry. It's a permit that you have to get in order to go purchase a pistol. Um, It's so goofy. It's so bad. Dude, some of the, some of the laws around here, they're so backwards. It's, and it's why it, it bothers me so much. It's like our alcohol laws here where everything is state run. So you have to go to an ABC store in order to purchase alcohol. Um, And uh, you know, it makes it really hard to get uh, certain liquors. It makes it really hard. To, you know, it's like, half your business is just being funded by taxpayer dollars. It's really weird. And I think they're trying to get rid yeah, of that. Right. They have uh, laws about um, not having food in your establishment. And so you you have to be considered like a, a club. And so you got to get a membership if you just want to serve alcohol in a building uh, in North Carolina. There's another thing they were trying to get rid of. And I'm just like, who who were the people that were in charge of this? Like, why, why is this the yeah, way that – it's like – it's ridiculous, man. It It's just too much government interference. Anyway, E3. So, yeah, you have this one side, and and it was really prevalent uh, during the conference, and, and a few of the things that you would hear from people, which I generally agree with, is that um, it wasn't a very good showing for the most part. There were, there were definitely standouts, but... It's
4: it boring to me. Yeah. I watched it.
3: I was like, I don't... Half of it, I didn't it even really boring. care. Yeah, I didn't care to watch half of it. Um... You had all of this like woke ideology that was getting mixed into it and like really preachy. Like one of the guys that was hosting it, Greg Miller, someone that I used to to actually respect somewhat, even though he was very he's, – he's very liberal. I mean he's from that um, uh, San Francisco like bubble and um, you know, it's like you throw a, a, a liberal ideology uh, out there and you're probably going to hit him um just pretty typical in that direction and he got like real preachy about people needing to be better and let and not be jerks and it was just like dude you're here to talk about video games like what are you what are you doing right and yeah, so you, just she, talk about video games yeah you had a lot of that and then they did the whole like diversity and inclusion thing with all of these different groups who are trying to like let women make video games and minorities make video games and it's just like okay cool but is it going to be good? Like that's at the end of the day it's like
4: is your product
3: going to be no, good? No, it's
4: not good. It's because of us. Right.
3: And and that's <laughs> that is the weird underlying thing where they kind of want to point the blame at like the, at the consumer. And it's like so you're being com- combative with the people that you want to purchase your products? It's like do you all not yeah, understand which is really how this weird? Works? Yeah. You can't force it's really anyone. Really weird. It's like what's the government going to start forcing people to play like Animal Crossing or <laughs>
4: <laughs> I know, dude. And it's 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 one of those things. Well, there's nothing wrong if you notice that. Okay, this group has a lack of interest, and then trying to push uh, more of an interest within that group, right? Yeah. But it just seems it seems odd that just try to force your politics upon it. You know, when it yeah. doesn't have anything to you know to really do with it. I mean, it, it'd be one thing if you force it within like a. I say force it if you make it make sense within a storyline or something. I don't yeah. mind like any of that stuff left, yeah. right, whatever. It happens you know, all if the it's time. a good story, good video game, right? Nothing but wrong with that.
3: they like, over... make a good game though. exactly, but they've overcorrected. So yeah. you just get everything's like so pre. It's the same thing that's happening in comic books and movies and TV. Everything's becoming super preachy, um, Bro, and, and then they're blaming I gotta the say audience. Something. Go
4: ahead. So someone close to me said that. Uh, had just mentioned to me um, about a show. They said, Hey, I wish there was um, a person of color, it was all white cast. Yeah. Um, well, I should say all white cast. The main characters only were white. And they said, I wish there was a person of color in this, like for more diversity. And I said, Why? And they said, Well, just for more representation. And I'm like, Well, what do you mean? like more representation is there's literally millions of shows now. Yeah. And it's like, I've never, like, for example, I never watched everybody hate Chris. Everybody hates Chris. And I really liked that show and thought, you know what this needs a white main character (laughs) or, you know, well, you know what I mean? It's to me, it's just like, whatever the, um, the story calls for whoever the characters are, whoever wins in the acting process and stuff like that. I completely get. Like back in the day, there wasn't representation, but man, we're in twenty twenty one. I just you, it, it boggles my mind that we've elected a black president, and like we have. I don't know, well, it's go because, down that rabbit hole. Yeah, I get I your mean, point, and, yeah, and
3: it's it's so goofy because it's all forced now. So anytime you see stuff like that now, you're like, did you just do that because of your? your ideology it's like or did you do that that's because what it, it makes feels sense like, right and most of the time yeah. i think dude they made a um oh man uh what what was the show uh anne boleyn so bbc mm-hmm. made an anne boleyn show and they race swapped her so they took a historical character who's historically a redhead which is really funny because uh there there's like this conspiracy i think there's some truth to it uh that uh like hollywood or you know people in those sort of positions. They don't like redheads and they're replacing all the redhead, the redheads with, uh, they're race swapping them to black. Cause it, uh, it happened to Mary Jane in the new Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man. Zendaya is playing a traditionally redheaded character. They're trying to do it to Ariel in the little mermaid. Um, they did it to, I think Jimmy Olsen from Superman was originally a redhead and they did it to him um, they did it to Wally West, who was, uh, kid, Fla- kid, flash, one of the flashes, excuse me for not remembering. Cause there's like a million of them now. Yeah. Um, right. And so there's all of these characters. There's like some, some minor characters too, that are less, uh, are, are lesser known. And, and all of these characters were traditionally, uh, white redheads and they're all getting race swapped. And it's just sort of like, it's just too much of a coincidence to be a coincidence at this point. Um, Right. But that's the thing is like,
4: it's, it's, and see, here's the thing. You know why? Look, so I'll I'll use an example for me. We're talking about this. Someone could say, well, Joseph, isn't this you race swapping? I thought Daniel Craig, he's not a bad James Bond, but I was like, you know who would be an even better James Bond? Uh, Idris Elba. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correct. And it's not because he was black he's a he's a solid actor he is a great actor i feel like he has a james bond look charm charisma you know all the um you know i could see him being that character Mm -hmm. uh yeah i don't i don't really again
3: the problem is is that he he is a traditionally he was he's always been a white male i think even in the books right so there is there's precedent behind that um I get it because Bond has become more of like a label, and that seems to, like that 007 label or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's like at this point, them doing that would just seem like more pandering and tokenizing a character. Um, mm-hmm. The, I mean, uh, at this point, the rumor is that they're 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 trying to get a, a black woman to become 007, black woman, and that that's what's going to end up happening. Yeah. and you know, they're they're trying to like usher it out, and it's just one of those things. that's like, okay, why is it? And, and I've thought about this a lot, and I and we've I've, maybe I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Why is it that they're not digging into like Black Panther did really well, right? I, I think it made like a billion dollars at the box office. Why right. why are you not making an epic based on like African folklore? Why are, why is yeah. no one writing stories based on uh, legends from those places? It exists. Every culture has that, right? But no one's doing that. All they're—they're mm. they're literally taking, uh, like, Superman and race swapping
5: them,
4: the work right? That or Europeans have made with yeah, what you would say, sure. like back in the day, or anyone who's white and just uh, recasting them, or just not putting anything original out. Mm-hmm. It's just—it's lazy doing it like this, yeah.
3: Instead of being like, well, we could take the time to look into. This this culture and create stories from it, right? I mean, you look at like Greek mythology, right. and so much of that is intertwined into um, comic books, right? So mm-hmm. why why isn't Marvel or DC looking into African mythology? I mean, there you have you have to have a massive uh, like bat like all of this like history and everything that went on that beyond making movies about slavery right or oppression and doing things that are are uh, are are based in some sort of uh, folklore from from those areas right I guarantee you would make so much money if someone would actually take the time to do that but they don't want to because they're lazy it's just not how Hollywood works it's not how the gaming industry works no one wants to take the time to do something like that right you're right. It's just, it's goofy. Uh, and it, and it, it's, it's an image thing. Um, but, but let me mention. So, sorry. what
4: game are you most excited for that they mentioned? Ah, what?
3: I made a little list of stuff that kind of stood out for me. It's not very okay. long. <laughs> uh, and to be fair, I, I don't, like, I don't have ta- as much time to play games as I used to. And Same. stuff doesn't always, <laughs> stuff doesn't always, uh, it's things I used to like just have I've lost interest in. Um, but number one is Elden Ring. So this is from From Software, who created Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Um, mm-hmm. and Sekiro was their most recent game, if I remember correctly. And this is sort of, uh, George. Before all that, they made My Little Pony. <laughs> um, uh, uh this game, uh, George R.R. R. Martin, because he's uh, not writing the rest of Game of Thrones, uh, help them with lore and I think some of the story and some of the background for things in this game, which is cool. Um, it's either that or they just paid him so that they could put their name on that to give the game even more attention. It's one of those two things. Um, but it looks great. Uh, really, really cool design. Um, it just It's like open world now. And so you have sort of this like dark souls, bloodborne feel. Uh, And speaking of, uh, it's like kind of seems like it's set with a Norse mythology uh, atmosphere. Um, Like the world tree is in the game or whatever. And so they haven't released a lot, but it comes out on my birthday next year or like the day before my birthday. So that's that, that that's number one on my list. Just, it was like the only thing that I saw that I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to play that. Um, They're making a guardians of the galaxy game. And it looks interesting, but they really dropped the ball on not letting you be able to play anybody but Star Lord. So he's the only character, yeah, right? That, that's, a, allegedly, he's the only character that you can play as. And I'm like, why? That's weird. Yeah, why would you not want to have sections where you play as the other characters? It doesn't even have to be multiplayer. It'd be nice if it was. I mean, you'd think like a game like that would. Suit well to being able to play as more than just Star Lord, right? Yeah, this uns- Sounds lazy Maybe, uh, and and who knows? Uh, I don't know if they've. Uh, I think they showed a little bit of the gameplay. It, it it looks cool, but yeah, it's it's too early to tell. Marvel, you so- gotta be
4: careful criticizing these gamer boys, man. They're real sensitive. Oh, they, oh, dude, I,
3: man, I don't care. Real sensitive, I do man. not. I do not careful, care. Here. I do We're not
4: gonna get care. mil
3: mail, <laughs> yeah, bring it on, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It's like my it's like one of my favorite things to do is uh, when anytime someone on social media will ask about uh, like overrated television, I'm always like Breaking Bad. And everyone loses their mind when I say that.
4: I'm like, it's overrated. It is overrated.
3: You asked. It it's like you set yourself up for me to to come in and say that. I didn't say it was bad. And that's the thing is that they conflate those two things. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I think it's overrated. Therefore, I think it's bad. It's like I never said that. But it's definitely overrated. People are saying it's like the best show of all time, and I'm like that seems a bit dramatic. Um, yeah, right. Breath of the Wild Two, so the new Zelda game that I, I don't even know if they're actually calling it Breath of the Wild Two. Uh, looks great, looks gorgeous. Um, should be a lot of fun. Really like the first one. Um, Can I ask you a question?
4: Yeah. Can you play as different genders in that game. No,
3: <laughs> the Japanese are very traditional. <laughs> they, and it's, it's I'm so, not playing, it, man. dude. But it's it's <laughs> it's so funny because for so there's been this like thing among that fan base where they're like, we want to play as Zelda, and the Japanese are just like, no. You'll you'll take what we give you, and you'll continue to love it, and they do, uh, and everyone just stops complaining after it comes out. It, it's that's, it's pretty typical. I, I think one of these days they'll probably throw him a bone and give him like some DLC replay he as her, but it's basically just re, reskinned Link. Um, Advanced Wars. Uh, I saw that today. I didn't even realize that got uh, announced. Uh, pretty great game from a back fan. in the day. Strategy game. Um, so you have like. Kind of like a Starcraft strategy game? No, more like. Uh, do you remember XCOM? I used to play it all the time uh, in college where you like have yeah, your, your, so. your characters and you could like name the characters and it had permadeath. So if they died uh, while you're playing it, it's like a. It's, it's, it's got like. It's not chess, but it has a similar thing where your characters can only move certain. Uh, depending on what got they are, really they can o- only move up the map a certain amount. Um, kind of like
4: Civilization.
3: A little bit, but not exactly the same. Uh, so that's like, it, it was a, uh, Game Boy Advance game from way back in the day. It's a very, oh, very, wow. very old strategy game and, um, kind of excited that that's coming back. Uh, those games are always a lot of fun and, and make you think a little bit more.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Battlefield 2042 looks pretty good. There's no single player in it, which is great because those games have traditionally have never had good single player. Um, it's going to have the 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 PC version is going to have a hundred like a uh, match. It's one hundred and sixty people. And I think they're bringing it to PlayStation five and Xbox one X at some
4: point. Yeah, so and it's I, I, going to be cross probably uh,
3: probably. So that's going to be chaotic and people will either love it or hate it. Uh, it, it could go both ways um, back for blood. That's the game that uh, <laughs> that's the game that I'm trying to get e- like get you moving you away from Apex Legends onto Back for Blood as more of a uh, a uh, it does actually it's gonna have a PVP mode so you'll have something to is it that um oh nice is it, it out yet I mean no it, it comes out in, in October I believe An October so like that's runner, the one you want me to play with you yeah right as long as it's crossplay okay. since you're a dirty Xbox player. Uh, Whatever, dirty PS5. <laughs> um, and then according uh, to you, I
4: mean, yeah, Madden will suck. No, go ahead. Yes, it will suck. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned this because I forgot. I don't even know if they mentioned it at E3 or when they released the stupid trailer for it. It has Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes on it, which is fine. But every stinking year. It's just a roster update you're paying paying 60 or 70 bucks for. I mean literally Madden 2020 is Madden 19, Madden 21 is Madden 2020. And this year there are some updates to franchise mode because last year the hashtag was tw- uh trending uh um fixed franchise mode and uh you know there a 3 billion dollar game. Madden is right. $3 billion and they have an exclusive <laughs> license with the NFL which sucks uh, it's no competition um, they literally no competition. they have
3: no competition so they don't have it, to even try to make a
4: better game yeah so when I was before I get into everything with Madden when I was uh, doing research into it and why it sucks so bad and the exclusive deals and everything apparently the more piracy there is the better quality of video games and movies and television shows are, and but the 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 more piracy there is, and people get the stuff for free, and if they like it, the more likely they are to go spend more money than someone else who just buys whatever it is. Yeah. They'll like huh. really get devoted to it. Um, and I was like, that's that's really interesting. Well, no wonder everything um, sucks
3: right now because it's like impossible to pirate anything. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yep. And then so pirating was that or just um and and that's been, you know, true back in the day when I was in middle school and I did that stuff. Um that was true for me. You know, I find a band that I like or LimeWire. Yes. <laughs> Good old LimeWire. Pirate <laughs> Bay. You got to be careful with all downloads, man. Oh, you yeah. get the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> get a virus. It's uh, like I but, own uh, your life now. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so with Madden, man, like they're gonna so they're in doing a new model, uh franchise mode. They're doing a new scouting system. They're putting to where you can control no longer just the head coach, but the offensive and defensive coordinators. And then they come with a skills tree. The funny thing is, is that that's already been in their system. Yeah, that's all. That was in. I'm I'm literally playing, uh, state Football 2014. That's what I've been playing since I haven't been on Apex. And that was literally in the last college football game was that system. Mm. And it's like, you're a $3 billion game company and you, you no duh, this should like, what? <laughs> and it's, I just don't understand, man, people like, I mean, they get bashed every year and it's like, why are you spending your money on that crap? Like make them change with your dollar. Yeah. yeah. That's why I refuse. I will not buy it brand new. I thought about it because they're going to update franchise mode, and, I, and that's my favorite mode. Yeah. But I'm like, no, because you know what it's going to be? I'm going to play it, and then probably after a couple years on the franchise mode, not of playing it, but on the franchise mode, I'll be like, okay, this is stupid. I'm done. Yeah. And so, yeah, Mad's going to suck. Don't spend your money on it. That's basically <laughs> what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, There. Were, I know there's a couple other games that I'm forgetting uh, that I was looking forward to, but it... <sighs> I don't know. That that stuff just doesn't dude, I'm telling you, like E three for me back in the day used to be an event. It was like I would watch me every conference. I you know, try to keep up with everything that everything. was going on. It was always really interesting. And now, you know, it, it's the same problem with like movies and TV. Everything's starting to get preachy. Uh everything feels like it has an agenda. It's like right. it, it's just
4: Everything does.
3: It's tiring, man. Yeah, and, and they just complain about it all the time. Like, there's a clip I, I put it in the show notes. uh The quartering has some clips of this guy being like, he he's like, yeah, I go, he's a he's a black guy, and he and he's like, oh yeah, I go to like schools to talk to them about video games, and they've never they've never seen someone like that looks like me in video games before, in like the video game industry before, and then the quartering literally just cuts to clips of all these black dudes who are involved in different parts of the industry, whether they're commentators or, or streamers or whatever the case may be. And it's like, it, dude, I'm telling you pe- people live in a different dimension when it comes to this stuff. It has to be some sort of bubble where they just see the world in this way that it's like they are the only one who, who they're like that special snowflake that is in the, this industry like they are the chosen one and they're like I have to be the the arbiter to bring in people who look like me into this stuff and you're like that's not the case it's like um back when uh Black Panther came out everyone was like oh it's so nice to finally have some some representation on in movies and it's like what has Denzel Washington been doing for the last 20 years right Blade <laughs> yeah I you know it's like uh, yeah. uh Digimon Hansu like there's been tons of representation Yeah and, and it's just like way more I, I, and it just makes me go it's like have you all been living under a rock I don't know. I think I remember one time, I think you sent me something and I just started like naming people. It was like on Twitter, like you DM'd me something (laughs) or someone said something like that. And I was just like naming all these people off. And I'm like, I'm sure if I took the time I could figure out more.
4: Right. Yeah. I can't remember what that was. i remember that being funny though. Right. It's like, you can't even say that, that about
3: it's like the music industry, right? Like you never really hear about that, uh, obviously because of rap, but even in the metal scene, there's, there's been plenty of, um, diversity in that, yeah. So it's like it's just it's just so goofy, man. It feels made up it's, half it's the time. So,
4: it's so funny because these people, most of the people, at least that I've seen, so anecdotally, I can say this, yeah. um Preaching diversity and inclusion, they really only mean diversity and inclusion of skin color. Yeah, they don't mean diversity and inclusion of different thoughts and opinions and ideologies right. from well, I, their own. I'm sure it, it's uh, very exclusive. That way, yeah,
3: and I, I'm sure that uh Robin D'Angelo Robin D'Angelo would say that it's uh white fragility if you say something like that.
4: So, so that's when I just say, uh, you just come back and you just call them a racist. Then if they deny it, just be like, that's just your white fragility. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, how <laughs> well, structure of yada yada and whatnot.
1: Yeah. Um,
3: it's dude, it's honestly gotten to the point where I uh, and I'm sure you've noticed this, but I, a lot of the time I'm like, I, "Just stop paying attention to this,
4: bro." You can't. It's it's everything. I saw a video yeah. today that apparently now they're wanting to call instead of it being breastfeeding, chest feeding, yeah, because it will hurt uh, uh, people who aren't cisgender women. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "You mean dudes?" <laughs> 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 it was like
3: uh, Adam Adam Curry. He called uh, Father's Day seeding day.
1: <laughs> he was like happy
3: seeding day everyone. Um
4: well let's uh let's get into this clip. That would have been a good tweet or Instagram post for me to put out trying to plant my seed today. Uh go ahead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> too far. Too far.
3: All right, bad. so so what's up with this uh this next uh story do you is there a
4: um Oh, there's, there's no so the one, uh, the, the COVID one? Yeah. Yeah, so you have pointed out, you sent me a, a little tweeter on Twitter, and uh, a, you sent me a little chirp on Twitter, and it shows how CNN has switched from fear-mongering with the COVID death trackers to now, they're fear-mongering with the gun violence epidemic death tracker yes. and incidents
3: yeah so this is if you guys aren't aware of this last year cnn and other other news organizations uh, part of their tactic for freaking people out uh was constantly putting a death counter uh up on screen so you had people who were watching them all the time and it just tick 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 um and it does i mean that stuff does some stuff to people so uh let's play this clip and, oh yeah just uh, play the first 20 seconds gotcha
5: morning americans are waking up to news of yet another violent and deadly weekend in the u.s at least nine people were killed and another 47 injured in eight mass shootings in six states cnn's omar jimenez is live for us in chicago with more i mean this really and is, there it is an yeah, epidemic can... of gun violence omar it really is priyan and even after
4: all right so so for those who are you can pause it here yeah those who are are her listening to the podcast, basically, what it shows it has the uh, scene in Anchorman, and to his left, which would be our right, it has what's what you say? You I paused his what's face. What's so funny? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I'm so I'm
4: so oh, sorry, doing sir. him dirty, man.
3: I'm so sorry. I'll click
4: <laughs> off of this now. Um, It has anyway, a map being. Then it has like the deaths from gun violence and all that stuff on the right side, and, and, and nice red letters, uh-huh. so that uh, blood letters.
3: <laughs> everything's everything's intentional, um, and um, yeah, it, it's just mongery. You're starting to see, and and the thing is, is okay. So it, he's in Chicago, right? This was uh, a Sunday report. It looks like maybe not. Uh, oh no no I sent this to you a l- this this actually happened before everything that happened this past weekend uh, mm-hmm. and so yes. uh the interesting thing about a lot of this going on so' it's Chicago right Chicago mm-hmm. is predominantly black um, yep. and uh we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute because I want to talk about Juneteenth a little bit before we get into um uh, the stuff that happened that day but yeah you're right they're they're just they're desperate, man. CNN is absolutely desperate for anything to get viewership.
4: You know why? Because Trump's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's an, another article. I said this New York Times journalist won't stop talking about Trump, and man he gets views. Those ratings are down, man. Yeah, and well, and that's the thing is they now, tried to make Ron DeSantis the new Trump, but that didn't work. No, uh, hey,
3: dude, he just he had some sort of effect on media, and. You know they they uh they they try they worked so hard, dude, to get him out of office, and now their 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 pocketbooks are suffering because of it, which is really interesting.
4: Yeah. Um. So I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny. All these ESPN, Disney, uh, all these media corporations having mass layoffs, having to let people go. ESPN just let go of uh, Ariel Helwani. He's probably the premier. Some would argue the premier. Uh. MMA journalists and the MMA, like the top of the top yeah. of the food chain and they let him go. Yep. And I mean, they couldn't come to the contract extension, which is AKA ESPN wouldn't pay him enough. Yeah.
3: And uh, you're seeing this all over the place. And now, obviously I, I don't, you can't give full credit to Trump because over the last six months or so, Biden has completely obliterated the economy like nothing. I mean, it, it, it was like he took everything that happened last year, Right. Which we've talked in the past. It's like mm-hmm. Trump Trump's not out of the woods uh, for a lot of his decision making last year. But it was like uh, Biden. No, I know. Right. Bi- but Biden gets into office and it's like his administration just hits the gas pedal. It's like, we're, let's speed this yeah. up some more.
4: Yeah, he's, he's like, we got them a uh, hundred gallon tanks of gas. Can we dump it on this uh, small lit fire? over here? <laughs> this dumps.
3: Look, we have a dumpster. And we have all this oil. Let's dump the oil onto the dumpster and light it on fire.
4: Yeah. and that's. Jeb Paske Paske came out and said today that their administration is the most, I think, ethical administration because people were questioning them on the nepotism in their administration. Oh brother, <laughs> dude!
3: And this is—I mean, this is so great. We don't have to in get US into In U.S. history, it, but, they're the most
4: ethical. Yeah, right. But that's I, funny. There's, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh,
3: come on now. <laughs> I um, bet. So, uh, you know, in other news, with them, uh, the f- <laughs> the federal government made uh, Juneteenth. A national holiday. It's now federally recognized. Um,
4: And conservatives are—I shouldn't say conservatives. I'm sorry. I'm (laughs) sorry. That's overgeneralizing. Republicans are stupid.
3: (laughs) Yeah, uh, dude. So this is the thing, and
4: Uh, I don't think that's overgeneralizing.
3: No. Well, there is sort of this weird air around it. Um. Because I think most people just went, oh, okay.
4: Yep. Like, they're like, oh, they're going to make it a
3: holiday, right? And, and you'll hear, like, someone complain and be like, well, why? Just because they really don't, they don't care and they don't understand. And it's like, all right, whatever, again. And, um, yeah. I, you know, this kind of was talked about last year. Uh, and, of course, no one wants to admit that I think uh, Trump had something to do with, you uh, his yeah, he mentioned brought, it. He brought, yeah. wanted it to be it got brought. This is part of
4: forefront. his uh platinum plan yeah. <laughs> for the African Americans. <laughs> yeah.
3: And uh no one no one remembers oh. that. Even even uh people who were really big fans of his they don't remember that he, he pushed this. Um it's funny how memory
4: works. And uh um, isn't it though? I just can I he, have a legitimate excuse for this stuff, yet I remember better. It's like yeah. didn't Trump push Juneteenth? I didn't have a problem with it then. Don't have a problem with it now. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. I think thing, the Democrats that are doing it are just doing it for uh, publicity. You know, there's no, they don't care. They don't no. give a flying piece of crap. Because no. um, it's, it's but, a, I mean,
3: it's another uh, thing that they can do so that they can pretend as if they care about a group of people and they're just like, okay, cool. We gave you this it, holiday. Please vote for us. That's literally yeah, what it empty-handed is. Handed
4: gestures. Yeah. Yeah, they're not improving your life in any tangible me- way because so,
3: that's not how it works.
4: In, right? In fact, they're actively I can make a solid argument that the Democrat politicians are actively making specifically the people they represent their lives worse than the Republican politicians. Yeah, you sent me make a-
3: What is it that uh cities What was that thing you sent you sent me earlier? Um it was the crime uh,
4: on the rise in different cities. Yeah. Like Portland is 800%. Um, Minneapolis, if it's 56%, dude, the crime is so bad in Minneapolis, Minnesota, bro. I can go to the Dallas Cowboys game this year in Minneapolis, but I told Kayla, I'm not going to go see them in Minneapolis. I'd oh. rather go to Texas and see them because I don't want to, the crime is terrible. They're down officers. And I just don't want to put her in harm's way. Right. It'd be one thing if I was going right. But bro, and like after man, that, shoot, that's, somebody tries to do something to my wife, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's C- a whole different ball game. CNN
3: put out an article that says most major metropolitan areas have become more racially segregated. Study shows, um, mm-hmm. which is a little, there's uh, it, it's uh, a sensational headline because. Mm -hmm. Uh, I sent you the thing that the conclusion of their article was the takeaway is that race itself appears to not be the determining factor in an individual's life outcomes. The more consequential factor for life outcomes is the environment in which that individual is immersed. Uh, And so it would seem that these heavily regulated cities that are generally run by Democrats, uh, your outcome is worse uh, because and and in my opinion, it's it's worse because they uh, they just they want to stay in control of everything. They don't care about the people in the city. Uh, it's why yeah. Chicago is like going downhill um, so rapidly. It's kind of interesting.
4: Time. It's kind of interesting. Like things. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. So so it was uh, like all the top ten cities that were becoming the most segregated were Democrat ran and then the cities that were becoming the least segregated. So more inclusive, sure. um, or well, the States were Republican ran yeah. for the most part. Um, but it's interesting because you bring that up and you talk about, you know, these cities that are, are Democrat ran, um, becoming more segregated and, you know, because they're so heavily regulated. Then I was mentioning earlier how that one study had brought up, like the further left you are, the more, uh, uh mental health issues yeah. you have it might be a psychopath uh, it, I, I I wonder like obviously you know I didn't look into the methodologies for those studies and, and everything so I, I can't account for their validity but it makes you think just offhand, right without doing any research sure. it makes you think like I know one of the ideologies on the left is less personal responsibility and accountability and more let me blame my um environment environmental factors let me blame you know things outside of myself which again i don't sit here and say hey those aren't contributing factors but at the end of the day you have to place at at least most if not all of the responsibility on yourself to at least work on the change your environment for an example yeah it's it's like
3: it's like um well first of all have you seen uh the mayor of chicago yes and she's definitely crazy. Yes. And oh, the yeah. crazy is literally trying to escape from her eyeballs.
4: Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, you're wrong for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's
1: oh, it's one of those things man. that
3: I would generally agree with you. If uh, these cities didn't have their boots on the necks of everybody that lived in them, generally. And and they yes. had them on there, and then we're asking them, why can't you do better? Why why are you yes. the the problem uh, in this situation, right?
4: Um, and I was well, thinking- that's what I mean. And people keep reverting back to that because yep. they're not taking responsibility. So that's why they keep voting these people into office and keeping that regulation there. It's a it's cyclical. It's the politicians yep. and it's the people. Yep. And so they've, that's why people are leaving so these cities. Yeah, that's why these uh, the citizens are. You know, uh, migrating. Uh, you know, whatever, mm. leaving the cities in a hurry because of that. Yeah. You know, and I think you got to take responsibilities. Like, for example, you know, in a situation I'm in, like with my student debt and the medical debt that I that we have, it's I could blame like the systems and the government and stuff like that. And there is a truth there. I really do believe that. But at the same time, I can't rely on the government. To fix those issues, because otherwise I'll be waiting multiple lifetimes before they even decide to potentially even touch the issue. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, I'm the one that has to take responsibility. I did make choices on the, along the way, not for the medical stuff, but for the student loan stuff. And so it's a comment upon me to change my situation to figure out how. That's why I moved to where I, I live at currently to work in the industry in which I work in to m- get my way out of that. Yeah. So. And,
3: and that's what you have to do sometimes. Um and it's tough because everyone's situation is different. Not everyone has the ability to just Mm -hmm. get up and move. Um, especially if you have a big family or your, your home is in a place like Chicago. Yeah. There's, there's things that that keep people, um, sort of nailed down to where they are for one reason or another. Um,
4: it's hard. Yeah. It's, It's extremely difficult to, to leave what you know. I've had, I had a friend who, you know, we had a friend who tried to move to Texas. I remember, you know, uh, this friend try, you know, called me and was like, "Hey, man, you're like I, I don't, I'm not really liking it here. I want to move back, but I don't want to be a failure." I'm like, "Dude, it's freaking hard to move away from mm-hmm. your family and friends. You are not fa- there's no wrong or right decision. You're not a failure by choosing to do this and not do that or whatnot. It's Absolutely. difficult. Yeah, you know, it's- I look back and I'm like, I wondered that I made the right decision because I lost time with my mom and my mom's no longer, you know, mm-hmm. like was it all worth it? You know, I haven't accomplished what I set out to do. Yep. Yet.
3: Yeah. It's, and I mean, you just, I, part of life is making mistakes. And, yep. and that's in those kind of situations where you do something and it doesn't work out, you go, okay, well, that didn't work out. Now what? And you move forward. You know, you don't just yep. wallow in your mistakes. And, um, you know, that, that, those are lessons that I've learned. Um, but I, I just wanted to, to briefly mention too. So we were talking about uh, Juneteenth and it, it's kind of an interesting, uh, like dual image of that day for me mm-hmm. uh, because on the one hand you have people who are like barbecuing and celebrating um and uh seem to be generally happy most people do it's funny like even i would say some of our more like people who are that we know that are, that lean more liberal they all kind of see that this becoming a federal holiday was a bit of a joke and that they're just completely diverting from any of the actual issues. One because they don't care. They're not actually trying to solve any of these problems. And I still don't know why this hasn't like just lit up in people's minds, right? It's like what is it gonna take? I, 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 clearly it's gonna take more than this, but it's like what's it gonna take for people to go like, oh yeah, these people obviously don't care about us. right? It's like why are we voting for them? The problem is is that that most people run to well, we just need to get better people in office. Right. And that doesn't, mm-hmm. that's not the answer either because those, those people, they'll, they'll tell you they'll do something and they're not going to do it. Um, I mean, look at Biden, yeah. right? He get he, he says, Oh, I'm going to pay off student debt. Doesn't, and he goes, <laughs> No, I'm not doing that. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, uh, uh, we'll, we'll take care of stuff at the border. And now Kamala Harris is like, What border? Guatemala. I went to Guatemala. <laughs> Did you know I haven't been to Europe yet? Like, that's, that's what they do. Um, yep. but, on the other hand, right, so you have the barbecuing, you have the cooking, you have people celebrating something that as far as I'm concerned, if you want to celebrate that and make that sort of the day that is sort of a foundational, hey, yes, we're aware of the Emancipation Proclamation, we're aware of all these other things, but we're just going to choose this day as the day to say this was what we would we want to consider a turning point in the United States, right? Um, mm-hmm. Which is great, uh, but if that's the case and you want to celebrate that, you can't constantly say that the country is just uh, a giant crapshoot and nothing is getting better, right? It's this weird, right. it's this weird thing. But on the other side from that, you have um, people in Chicago, Oakland, and I technically the the one in Austin happened before Juneteenth, but the first two happened on Juneteenth of um, black men shooting and killing uh, people. Yep. So a Puerto Rican couple was gunned down. Uh, you you Dude. caught me off guard with that video today too. I I like I was like what? Whoa! Um, Dude, I got caught off guard yeah. with it, man. So
4: that was that I'm, was sickening. So they pulled, to say they, the least. They pulled the
3: this group of of men, as far as I could tell. Um, mm-hmm. pulled, there was a group of men. Pulled a man and his wife, who were Puerto Rican, who were going to celebrate Puerto Rican People's Day or something along those lines. Um, out of their vehicle and shot them in cold blood. Uh, in the street.
4: Killing killing the man Mm -hmm. and critically wounding the woman. But I think from the last report I read it looks like she's going to survive. Which is good because they have children. Oh, man. Yeah, that's right. It is good. But horrific. I mean, the trauma that she just...
3: Yeah, like your kids literally have
4: to... Oh, man. I I, I think from what the report I read is that they stopped their cars in front and behind them. Oh, my God. And he was protecting his wife laying over her and um i think they had one of them had already shot her yeah and so he was trying to protect her and then they shot uh it was this one black man in a white shirt i believe um shot him twice and you yeah. just see him you know yeah everything yeah and i wasn't trying to watch it i just popped up on my twitter feed and i was like
3: what the and you go hey i'm gonna just <laughs> let david do the same thing Surprise. Yeah, it's cool. You know, I don't mind. Um, but yeah, so that one happened. There was a shooting in Oakland um, where one person died and I think five people were injured. And then there was one the uh, the last week before Juneteenth in Austin where and I think this is the right one. I might be getting these mixed up because this happens so much now. It's like, or, yeah. you know, it's obviously it's underreported. Uh, but I think the one in Austin, maybe the one in Oakland was the one where the two kids were actually, sh- there were these two young guys, two young black men who were shooting at each other and like random people were getting caught in the crossfire. Um, and then the one in Austin was another black male who um, shot and injured around 12 people and one person died. Give or take. It's hard to, to keep up with, with all of them, right? Um, and then the, one of the local newspapers in Austin did not want to release the alleged uh, description of the male because he
4: was black. It's like, we don't think that all black people are criminals. No. That is, like, no one thinks that. Release the information so we yeah. can catch the person. It's like, it'd be like saying all white males are serial killers. Yeah. Like, no majority of the white males have happened to be serial killers yeah, it's just so the famous, anytime the famous i'm famous a new <laughs> one i just like wink an eye like oh please don't be <laughs> <watching."> <laughs> i'm like walk uh, into,
3: joseph walks into an urban neighborhood and they're like oh no <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's just it's it's these are the f- these are the facts rational people will take this case by case but liberals and people with this agenda have made everything about people's skin color so it's like this is the game that you started and people are going well yep. okay this is what you're saying but then you have all these incidences of generally young black men gunning people down people getting in the crossfire like whatever the case may be right and then you have like morons on twitter who thought that the puerto rican flag was a confederate flag
4: That that and that was the dude who led the uh, democrat what was it? Uh, something in this uh, the perseverance initiative or something like that. He was a well-known like and, liberal figurehead. And he deleted his entire Twitter because he was <laughs> saying that it's okay because it was Confederate flag. I'm like, yeah, freaking turd nugget. It was the Puerto Rican flag. You moron. Yeah. Just be like, so, Oh man, you know, I don't dude. I, I think the other thing too, is that one of them, I want to say it was the Oakland one. Uh, People gathered around the ambulance and started twerking against it and dan- and and bumping and grinding against it. And then one of them got on top of the ambulance and was twerking and stuff. It's just, well, it's crazy, man. And like, you know,
3: it, it sucks, but it's no surprise that like. And I know he's not everyone's favorite person, but like Hotep Jesus is like, I just don't have any sympathy for, uh, the people when they act like that or when they are that way, right? When yeah, he's, he's black, and he's just like there. You know, it, it, it's funny. I think his mentality, and you see this um, in certain parts of, or, 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 generally, it's it's black men. But I think there are um, they're the ones that are generally more outspoken about this. But they kind of go along with that uh, that concept that Malcolm X had, where he's like, he's like, we protect our women, we protect our our, our people, um, and he didn't care about people who didn't respect themselves. Right. So he, he protected the women that were in his community, but prostitutes, people outside of that, he was like, that's not my problem. Right. He, he generally didn't see, and, and obviously he was a Muslim. It's, it's different ideologies or whatever, but there, there is this thing to some degree where it's like, he's like, I don't have sympathy for them. He's like, they're not, they're not my people. Right. And so you have this sort of like weird thing that's going on, uh, right now where, uh, you know generally the like you have this thing called the black community right and it's this monolith of uh um that, that gets brought up as if everyone who happens to hat who who happens to be dark skin have dark skin uh thinks acts and believes everything exactly the same way yep. as if they're acting as like a hive mind right which in its right. which which in its own
4: right is sort of racist it's, it's sort of like okay like why Kind of like when Ch- Chelsea Handers said that she has to remind mine fifty cents that he was a black man. Yeah, and or that um he needed to vote liberal.
3: Did you I just saw this today. Did you see the video of um uh, Kelly Osborne when she was on the view and she said, Trump, if all of the Mexicans leave America, who's gonna clean your toilets? <laughs> 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 and there was this like Latina woman. On the panel, and she's like looking at her, like, uh, you know,
4: <laughs> did see that. Did you me. just see the racism coming out of these white liberal.
3: Yeah, and they're all sitting there, like, you're saying the quiet parts out loud. What are you
4: doing? Yeah. I've been trying to tell you guys, yeah, they racist. And she's like, what? Well, we're not saying that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: oh so good oh. man dude it just the truth dude the truth wants to come out
4: <laughs> gotta gotta clip that man
3: i oh i was planning on it i'll I'll do it for for next week or i'll i'll put it at uh like as an industry, we gotta end do it show.
4: as an iso yeah
3: I mean, maybe i'll make it end of show iso for
4: this week um <laughs> oh man anyway but yeah i mean it's, it, it really is unfortunate and i think you know obviously there is different ideologies with that i don't agree with hotep on that but i definitely understand right. where he's coming from and i get the mindset up. i've been there it's like someone keeps repeating something repeating something over and over and over again um and it's just after you tried to help them and and, and do everything you physically can and know how to it's how can you I, I garner think- more sympathy for them and, and help them and stuff exactly. like that and i think at the end of the day for me the most loving thing you can do for someone is pray for them think at the end of the day that's what you gotta do because you can't um force someone uh to do something exactly like that's not within that's not within our power so you know you
3: know celebrate juneteenth if you want to if you don't
4: yeah whatever you know there was i was out with my wife on saturday and at the park there was a celebration going on she was like i want to go over there and do the wobble and uh all that stuff and uh for those who don't know me I know you probably would be shocked to learn that I'm not the most uh uh the best dancer in the world with the most rhythm. He's not Um, uncoordinated. And I can't sing very well either. (laughs) I'm not uncoordinated, that's a lie. But (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to dancing, I have room for improvement. Mm, I think I can dance. It's just I I haven't danced. Mm -hmm. You know, I haven't spent any time dancing and stuff like that. With my wife, side, I think I can dance because everyone else has rather than my family. I just think I need to practice it. Yeah. Because um, I, d- I can videos. do salsa dancing, salsa dancing and stuff like that, but, man, you get me on the wobble and I'm just like, you know, you can, freaking... Uh.
3: You can do a mini, like... What's that? Uh, documentary about you learning how to dance and we can upload it onto YouTube. It's like, day, it's like day one, be like, all right, I'm turning on YouTube. Here we go. We'll call Nowhere. it White Men Can't Dance. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um, but uh, I, I I didn't, and it wasn't the next day. You know, I said I was like, I would like to go over there. It'd be cool, It'd be fun, because they had some food and stuff too. I was like, but we need to hit, hit these stores up, and then maybe we can. And then I didn't remember until literally It was the next day on on Sunday, yesterday. And I was like, oh shoot, I bet that was for Juneteenth. We should have gone.
3: Yeah. Well, I, you know, so and
4: that would I, have been cool. I, I think there's. Because I didn't have a problem with it. All these people making an uproar about it. I oh, was yeah. like, So they're like, we don't need to give an inch. Oh, we don't this, need to this, give an inch to CRT. Yeah. And it's, oh, they're they're imposing
3: upon July 4th. Uh, like, they're just, it's, it's like they're having a brain aneurysm <laughs> over this. They're insulting
4: George Washington. Yeah, I'm oh, like, bro. Oh my I was like, there's only somebody one said July they're insulting 4th. Thomas. Like, <laughs> I got in an argument with someone on Twitter and they're like, uh, they're insulting Thomas Jefferson. I'm like, bro. You think I care about Thomas Jefferson? The dude. Uh, first off, I'm not surprised at the character of man who rips up the Bible to make his own Bible uh-huh. to fit himself. Like you know, and was it, it it's notorious like, come for on.
3: sleeping with uh with his slaves?
4: Yes, and you this know. dude got in an argument with me on Twitter trying to say that uh uh white people were morally superior because. Uh, we invented ethical norms to get rid of slavery. I'm like, you do not know your history at all. And they said, well, the Arabs did castration. I'm like, and white people did chattel slavery and rape people and stuff like that. Congratulations. Yeah. Like, what, what, The cognitive dissonance is well, very Joseph, far.
3: That's what. That's what happens when you get into arguments on Twitter with people whose profile picture is a cartoon plane. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I literally because I, I i saw some of that and i just wanted to come and be like bro you're a cartoon plane like who's <laughs> listening to you maybe
4: i'll go do that after the show
3: i'll just go i'll go uh, back and find but see
4: it. my whole my whole thing is that the reason why i engaged with that person is i saw that and i was like okay today i have time <laughs> yeah. today i have time
3: today i've got the time
4: <laughs> i was like you caught yeah. me on a good day <laughs> <laughs> all right so is,
3: is there any of anything else on this list oh, oh, oh
4: I'm sorry and just to say the person who said this their Twitter handle the original person not the person you just mentioned right uh, said that their IQ was 250 <laughs> and I made a comment about that I threw out an easy question I said I figured with an IQ of 250 it'd be easy for you but I guess not
3: <laughs> um so do you want to talk about this SBC thing
4: um we don't have to today we, okay. we let's to say uh, skip it all right. Yeah, let's, um, we'll save it for next. Week. Well,
3: why don't we why don't we talk about Buckhead, Atlanta?
4: Yes, let's C- do it.
3: C- possibly soon, not being called Buckhead Atlanta. Um, yeah. Do you want to break that down?
4: Uh, yeah. Let me um add some filler, and I'm moving this over to the next mm. episode show notes real fast. So um, so basically, what's uh, going on? And I'll, I'll actually, I'll talk. I got it. It's okay. fine. Um, I can do two things at once. I hope. Can you? Uh. I, th- I think so. <laughs> so basically, okay. Apparently, I can't because it's deciding to act up. Uh, it's okay. What's I'll going m- on it, is that talking. in Atlanta, in Atlanta, um, crime has been on the rise. Specifically in Buckhead, crime has, I think, been on a higher rise than in other parts of. Uh, I already did it, by the way. Oh, okay. And other parts than other parts in Atlanta, and so. Because crime being on rise in Atlanta as a whole and being like two to three times higher in Buckhead, they're like, we want to succeed from this joint because the police force is down, um, they're not responding to stuff properly, yada yada yada. Um,
3: yes, I actually have a. a I wanted to play the clip that you um,
4: <clears throat> sent for that both. You sent
3: to me. Yeah, because uh, there was actually some. I I I think they do a pretty good job of explaining. Uh, what's going on so I, I'm sorry I did not have that ready when, uh, no, all when good. I started doing that um, but yeah it's it's really funny because uh you know I used to work in Buckhead and I went to church in Buckhead years and years ago at this point um there's uh Andy Stanley like one of the churches I, I guess they're still associated with him but it's called Buckhead Church uh, yeah. and it was like a branch of uh, North Point the church that he started um back in like early 2000s i think um and uh it's really funny because we used to have issues in the area with um uh there would literally be like wanted posters set up in certain areas to be like hey here's a picture of this guy yesterday he beat up two women who were walking down the street right uh right I actually ran into him at Kroger. <laughs> this like this exact guy, um, and I went up to the. There was like a security guard there, and I was like, "Hey, man!" Uh, I was like, "There's been some posters around where I work, like across the street. Um, that guy over there, like he's on these posters, and they said, you know." So I was like, "I don't know what you want to do. It's up to you. Uh, just figured <laughs> I'd let you know that he's been hanging around here uh, and it was assaulting people. So uh, I, I assume they did something about it, but." Maybe according to some of this stuff, maybe they didn't do anything about it. So that mm. was a couple of years ago, though. Um, all right, so I need to pull this up. You good? Everything's running so slow. Yeah, the timestamp for it. Yes. Does that look right? Yeah, that okay. looks right. There. Well, I'll probably play a little longer. You just tell me when you want me to stop it. That's fine. It's, hang on, it's loading, everyone. We're trying to do this on the fly. Uh, Unmuted. You're
4: muted. Oh, no, you're fine. Okay.
0: Robberies citywide are up 2%, but in Buckhead are up 39% through last week. Aggravated assaults are up 26% citywide, but up 52% in Buckhead. Larceny from automobiles up 27% citywide, up 40% in Buckhead.
1: We've heard a lot of big talk for a really long time. All right, that's good. More, that a mayoral campaign is on its way. Amber and,
0: Connor uh, is a buckhead activist and skeptic of police promises to attack the crime rate.
1: Whatever they're doing is not working, hasn't been working, and I'm really tired of being sold a bill of goods that uh, no one's able to cash that check.
4: Okay.
3: I just like what she said right there. I wanted to let her... Yeah,
4: and uh, mayor of Atlanta is just blaming... The mayor of Atlanta um, is just blaming uh, the GOP for reopening uh, the economy too soon or the state too soon. Oh, and brother. that's that it's just going back to normal levels of crime. And then, <laughs> on how is that uh, better gun, con- gun control? <laughs> how is it oh, <laughs> and, then oh, going, don't worry. and then blame it on lax gun
3: control?
5: Uh, this tonight, is we're getting a look at-
3: hang on, sorry. Uh, let me start this over uh how much did you want me to play this whole thing
4: oh uh, yeah i think so yeah okay if it doesn't have a timestamp, it's the whole thing
5: when it comes to the ongoing violence tonight we're getting a look at all the shootings in 2021 up until may 17th data from atlanta police show the city of atlanta has seen 311 shootings with about 35 shootings per day. So this data is broken down by community. Take you to downtown with 23 shooting victims, Midtown nine and Buckhead has seen four victims so far this year. It is important to note here. This information is based off of whether a person was shot, not just a shooting overall. The rise in crime in Atlanta is the primary reason a Buckhead group wants to separate from the city. But a new group is now forming against that effort, saying there are faster ways to address the problem. 11 Alive's Tracy A. McPeer has more on this new committee and what they are suggesting instead.
1: They call themselves the Committee for a United Atlanta. And while this new group says they recognize the problems with crime in Atlanta, they don't believe breaking away is part of the solution. United Atlanta argues it would be a lengthy and complicated process for Buckhead to create its own city. With a mayoral race coming up, on top of city council and school board races, they believe real change could happen most quickly by just voting in new leaders. Attorney Linda Klein, who's heading up United Atlanta, says even if the two bills filed to create a Buckhead city were to advance, legal battles could follow, tying it up for years.
5: The new city would need to have its own set of bureaucrats, elected officials and others, a mayor, a city council, a city hall, a court system, a courthouse, tax collectors, zoning, parks, police, fire. It's, it's very complicated. And then there's a the matter of water and sewer.
1: On the other hand, the Buckhead City Committee, the group that wants to separate, says that the formation of cities like Brookhaven and Sandy Springs show it can be done. They also say that they want the citizens of Buckhead to decide for themselves through a referendum.
3: Yes, to what the lady said at the very end. Screw that. uh, Dude, screw that other lady.
1: She basically
3: like... Let the citizens decide. Yeah, she basically is like, uh, they're not smart enough to be able to do this thing right this dude and this (laughs) is this is what we talk about all the time this is that is literally who will build the roads that's the argument that that lady was making oh how you have to have this and this and this and this it's like yeah but they all get a more of a say in how it would run if they were their own city the people who live there, yep. the people that would potentially being, be paying taxes, it gets them a step closer to having more power over the area that they live.
4: But you know why they're pissed, right? Because they have all the money. Because they're yep, they have all Bro. the money. Yeah, you know I know. <laughs> They got all that money, bro. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. I'm yeah. like, I hope it comes back to bite you. Bite you.
3: <laughs> I didn't realize so That's I I I, get. I grew up in uh in Brookhaven. She mentioned it in there. I didn't realize that Brookhaven uh was its own city now. Uh it's actually really good. Uh that yeah. they kind of that they've I mean separated. Atlanta
4: does suck. I was telling I told my sister to get out of there. Yeah. Like and it's it, again, it's for me um, it's like I'm not necessarily saying that everyone should avoid that, right? I think as Christians, we got to be able to go into the dark places and, you know, if there's, uh, if there's no light in the dark places and they'll just remain dark. But for specific people, I'm like, hey, you know, you're by yourself, you're single, you're a woman, you're an easy target. Yes. You need to get out of there, especially if you're not having any type of weapon or something like that to defend yourself properly yep. from. Make wise choices. And I think that's, yep, it's like, you know, I don't believe in victim blaming, but I do believe in wise choices. Sure.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you're in a if you're in a situation, no one,
4: no one deserves to be uh, aggressed upon with or without a weapon. But if you're in a in a place that has a, you have a higher chance of being aggressed upon. It's imperative to me that you should have some sort of weapon particularly a lethal weapon to be able to defend yourself
3: look at what happened in in with the that couple in chicago if if one or both of them had had firearms on them that situation might have gone at least a little bit different like there was at least a yeah. chance at that point uh i mean dude two cars no chance them in off. chicago though. oh yeah it's yeah, and, yeah and that's the thing is that they're literally sitting ducks
4: yeah in that city because who knows if, uh, just saying, I'm just assuming, though, since they murdered them like that, that the weapons are probably illegal. Probably. That's just an assumption, you know? Yeah. I'm assuming that someone who's willing to murder someone and, probably didn't go the legal way to get a weapon. Yeah. And that's it, just an assumption, though.
5: Yeah, you go. Uh,
3: and it, it, that's, it's a good point because Chicago has some of the strictest gun laws in the country, and people are getting gunned down in the streets. Yep. Innocent people are being killed in cold blood in the street in a city with the highest amount of like gun regul one of the highest amount of gun regulations in the country. Yep. Like and you ben, know what they blame New Jersey it on? And
4: New York. They blame it on Indiana. They say people go across state lines and get one there. No, they don't. That's 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 been proven to be false. Come on. Man. Um. And j- just last week in uh Come on, in Old man. Buckhead, a jogger got uh shot. He was yep. just jogging and he got shot.
3: Yep. And, also- and I know that
4: kind of stuff happens in downtown, you know, in these in these rougher neighborhoods. I'm not unaware of that. I know terrible things happen there too, and it sucks. But I think the reasons, uh, we don't hold all the reasons why this is going on. We don't want to pretend like we do and have even know all the reasons and answers to fix it. But we have so some ways we believe can be the start of um, changing this culture Um, within these communities that promote um, violence and that kind of lifestyle.
5: The bill is passed.
4: I agree. All right. But. Two more? Two more. Um, Which one do you want to go with?
3: uh, The 2002 war authorization. Do it. You want me? Uh, uh, let me just play this clip, and then we can talk about it. Cool.
5: The bill cool. is passed. The U.S. House of Representatives on Thursday approved a bill to repeal the 2002 Authorization for the Use of Military Force, or AUMF, that allowed the war in Iraq. The bill passed by a vote of 268 to 161, with at least 49 Republicans joining Democrats in favor of repeal. The bipartisan vote underscored the prospects for reining in AUMFs that American presidents from both parties have used to justify nearly 20 years of military actions around the globe. The U.S. Constitution gives Congress the power to declare war, however that authority has shifted to the president due to the AUMFs, which were passed in the wake of the 9-11 terror attacks and do not expire. To be enacted, the measure passed on Thursday must also be approved by the Senate, where its prospects are less certain.
1: This is the first time I'm formally announcing my support for repeal.
5: Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer threw his support behind the repeal effort this week, saying repealing would prevent future presidential, quote, military adventurism, such as former President Donald Trump's 2020 airstrike that killed Iranian General Qasem Soleimani while he was visiting (laughs) Iraq. But it must win the support of 60 senators in the evenly divided 100-member chamber, meaning that it would need support of at least 10 Republicans. If it clears that hurdle, it goes to the desk of President Joe Biden, who has said he supports it. Opponents worry repealing would dangerously limit the powers of the president and send the message that the United States Good. is pulling back from the Middle East.
4: I had to throw as soon as I saw that part about General Salamander. Uh, <laughs> I had <Bruh>. to, <laughs> They're I like didn't really like that. I'm like, yeah, that's the one they go with. Yeah, that's
3: Not Biden doing it in like within 30 days of being in office. Obama, not Obama, bombing not Bush, hospitals. <laughs> like, there's a million, a, a million you could choose from, and obviously it's no surprise where
4: innocent civilians are killed. Yeah, and they go with the, the, the Iran general. That you know, and, yeah, it's like, oh man,
3: obviously there, it, there's questionable, questionable morality behind all of those incidences. I, I think you could even argue the one with Soleimani, but yeah. Dude, that's just unbelievable. I mean that that just shows how much the news just they don't know what they're talking about. Yep. It's just like, oh yeah, yep. great. I think they do people know what like, they're call- talking oh, about. Yeah, they're, they're just know choosing what they're doing. to promote. Yeah. And and they know people go, "Oh, great. People as horrible as Trump won't be able to use drones." to bomb people anymore you're like are you kidding me dude that i'll I tell
4: you even though bad i'll tell you there Biden is, and
3: obama are you know this and i know some some other people do but there is nothing that grinds my gears more than when they just completely ignore uh how horrific the choices that past presidents have made and they just focus oh on Trump.
4: yeah it's specifically just, in regards to this like yeah, war measure act, yeah, yeah, yeah. authorization and bush and obama no mention and, of how you know, yeah. trump and but and biden again um and, and and it's funny because this was led this has been led from the beginning by senator rand paul republican they choose to highlight the democrats like all the humor they found it and they did it Schumer, yeah, Schumer who thought Pelosi. that
3: that january 6th was as bad as 911 or uh, or pearl
4: harbor pearl, right um, like it would be for me the long direction or whatever he said <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: dude yes okay i will have to find that one too and we'll we'll have to put that in the, in the show at some point just just remind me um, yeah man i mean listen good oh they're worried that the president will have less power
4: okay like what's yeah, your right. the what's your point Republicans or not that voted no I'm like, are y'all idiots?
3: Yes. Well, they are because they
4: literally they're, only one only one Democrat voted no, which I'd be I'd like to see who that that's is. A, that's honestly but surprising. Probably Joe Biden. I mean, um,
3: obviously they're trying to paint this as a picture against the Republican Party. I mean, that's what they do all the time, right? That yeah, I I would never. Here here's the thing, right? And and people forget this a lot of the time when it comes to politics. Uh, and I think Juneteenth is another really good example of this: is that people want to um, celebrate uh politicians doing things like this as if somehow they've made Mm -hmm. the moral decision when in reality most of them haven't cared about this most of their lives or they've been in the pocket of people to allow war and you know to just be like no we don't give a crap about june juneteenth or whatever it is um for so long and all of a sudden they have a change of heart and everyone is like praising them for it and i'm like they don't deserve your praise
4: yep and the funny thing is that Rand Paul has been – as soon as he was sworn as, as senator in 2011, he's been forcing a vote on repealing the Iraqi well, and Afghanistan um, authorizations for the president to have these wars. Um, and he, he did it in 2011, 2013, 16, 17, and then he you know did it again now. And he has – consistently done that and he's been the one a, a, a republican who who is a libertarian right well and he he uh, will he
3: won't get the credit for it because fauci he's too yeah he's too in uh the picture mm-hmm. with that whole thing taken taken there have even uh, heard Lord anything about fauci yeah dude
4: he's or bill gates man they, dude, they've well, both
3: been bill gates got taken out of the picture with the whole divorce thing and uh, someone is trying to uh assassinate his character pretty hardcore. And I and it yeah, seems right like now. the same thing's kind of happening with Fauci where they're they're ushering him out and, you know. Yeah, because I, I think we talked oh. about it with the whole like, I "Oh, wish- if, if you disagree with me, you disagree with
4: science or whatever the case may be." So, mm-hmm. speaking of COVID, and I know we're going to get into this clip. Yeah, I'm going to put uh, this next clip. But uh I don't know if you heard um I don't know if no agenda mentioned it. I'm sure they did. But I think his last name is uh, either Jong or Dong. I don't know how you would pronounce it, but he's an ex Chinese intel official and he defected and he is with the um, DIA. What does DIA stand for again? The Department of International Affairs. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, I- <laughs> and there's another I'm one. I'm just assuming that <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming that's what the DIA stands it's, for, Department of International Affairs. It's not one of the more popular... No, advocate. the Defense Intelligence Agency. Oh, I'm a freaking idiot. Defense DIA. Intelligence Agency. I knew that. So, um, And he uh, has, like... You'd have to read it. Yeah. Um, But oh, I sneeze. he has apparently all kinds of information on, obviously, everything with uh, COVID and the and SARS... You know, the COVID virus and, and that originating in Wuhan and and the China stuff. And apparently his daughter was here and he uh, made it act like he was going to visit his daughter and he brought with him a, a tetrabyte or two tetrabytes of information on even people within here within the US who are who were spies for the Chinese and then the Chinese government's plan of wow. uh, how they sent um, children here under pseudonyms of uh, uh, who they were actually officers within their militaries, children and stuff like that, and officials within the communist Chinese apart communist. The, the China CCP? Communist Party. CCP. The CCP, yeah. And uh so all this information, I'm like, this is potentially going to get crazy. And they didn't, yeah. the DIA didn't let the CIA know because he said that Langley, which is where the CIA is headquartered, um, uh, knew or had some kind of compromise in some kind of compromise oh, position. I'm with shocked. It. And I'm like, oh, Bro. Yeah, apparently that uh, Blinken didn't know about it um, until... Isn't he the defense secretary, Blinken? Blinken. He didn't yeah, know about so. it. He didn't know about it until... Um the Chinese official mentioned it to him at their previous meeting. Yep. He's like, You have blah blah blah. He's like, No, we don't. <laughs> you legit didn't know because the DIA didn't tell anyone. Dude. But it goes to what Mike Pompeo said about how you know you wouldn't believe how much the Chinese government has infiltrated um our systems, our institutions, and I'm stuff not, like that. That's why Trump put a ban on those uh, Confucius institutes uh-huh. and stuff like that. I'm not surprised. You know? I mean, you,
3: I mean, look at look at this the stuff we've talked about with CIA in the past with their whole like all this like woke garbage that they've been promoting. Where you know it's like I'm this and that and da 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 and, and you're just like, okay, cool. You're also murderers. You know, I, I'm glad yeah, now that right. that equity and inclusion for everyone. Everyone can just murder innocent people in the CIA, FBI, (laughs) ATF. That's what their
4: slogan should be. CIA, every race can murder people now.
3: (laughs) Yep. Now we're all murderers. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's no surprising. I mean, there's been, this is one of the things I really do love about, uh, you know, sort of the libertarian movement, but their big thing is um dismantling uh the alphabet agencies FBI CIA yeah. <laughs> DOJ like that's it's just one of those things that it's like we want to abolish all of these groups of people because they don't work for the people I, it's like the easiest yep. argument that you can make uh to people is like look the FBI is basically a secret police for the president that's their yep. main that's their main role right the CIA is like is basically a spy organization that works with outside the realm of even the president on occasion in other mm-hmm. countries doing like espionage and all this other stuff. It's like that's not in our best interest, right? Yep. The ATF literally wants to make terrorists out of citizens of the United States and CIA on occasion does as well, depending on the day of the week and how they're feeling. So it's just, it's crazy. So it doesn't surprise me that. They they are potentially compromised, and when you hear people like they're like no no no, or they're trying to point the the blame another direction, it's that's when you should be paying attention to them the, mo- uh, the most. Mm-hmm. It's like when John Brennan was talking about libertarians being like white nationalists or whatever. Yeah, they are like what? Whatever
4: he said. Hate
3: he's he's a jo- He's a joke, dude. Um. All right. Well, let's end. Hey, it just goes
4: to show you that you can be an idiot and become the director of the CIA or president of the United yeah, you States.
3: You can you can be a dementia patient and become the president of the United States. Congratulations! <laughs>
4: oh, I heard somebody say Joe Rogan said that Joe Biden is like taking out a uh, when you're going on a uh, going out at night on a trail or whatnot, and you have a light that has a, a battery that's almost dead, and he's like, <laughs> and that thing's flickering. Like, <laughs> that's what Joe Biden.
3: You're like hitting it. Oh man, what's with this light? You, maybe you'll well, get like so, 10 minutes, you know. Yeah, that's so good, dude. All right, so did you want to talk about this before I play this clip?
4: Oh, yeah. So uh, old Jon Stewart, the great one um, <laughs> from back in the day from the Jon Stewart show. It goes on the uh, Colbert Report and Colbert at this point. I mean, what he was liberal before, but I think more so being on CBS it's now, I guess, just from being in that echo chamber so, for so long. Mm. Uh, Hyper liberal is how I would classify him. Yeah. Um, and so John Stewart goes on, and which I would even say that John Stewart's a liberal. He's a Democrat, right? Like yeah. I think everybody realizes that, but he's more like a he has reason and logic to his stuff. He's not just um, sometimes. You know, I'm a Republican because right. I'm a Republican, or I'm right. a, yeah. Sometimes he yeah. does. I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah. So anyway, in this clip, he really challenges Colbert on the lab leak theory uh, with COVID-19. Okay.
0: Has in many ways helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic, uh, which was more than likely caused by science.
4: Talking about scientists.
0: <laughs> so, and that's kind of, hold on a No, 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 no. Now, listen, listen. Uh, it's I'm, coffee. I wouldn't I'm, do that I'm to you. I wouldn't do for, that to you. I'm so all what, for what spit takes. But what do, you, what, 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 what do you mean by that? Do you mean like, well, so was, perhaps a, was, there's, there's a chance that this was created in a lab, there's an investigation? A chance? Well, but I'm, I, so, I, 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 oh I my there's God, evidence, I'd love to hear it. I There's don't know. a novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease... <laughs> is the same name as the lab. That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they I, ask those I, scientists, they're like, how did this, so wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan Respiratory Coronavirus Lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. Mm. And you're like, no, I, you, you, the name minute, of your lab, wait. if you look at the name, look at the name, can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh." I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey, and then it sneezed into my chili, and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come on. Okay, wait, okay, wait, okay. A, wait a second. Wait a what about second. this? What about this? Second. Listen to this. Wait a second. All right, John. Oh my God. Oh, my God, there's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a s- steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the <laughs> chocolate factory. Maybe that's it. That could be.
2: That's that good. Okay. No, nope. I'm
3: trying.
0: That that could By be. By the way, Let me- I gave that. Them-
3: all right, A uh, couple things. Obviously, he was being a little, um, what would the term be? Uh, Hyperbolic. A little bit, because it's actually called the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the the actual name. But his point, I think, to some degree, still stands.
4: Um, yeah, I want to hear you saying there's a vi- virology lab yes. that's there. So it seems highly plausible that the first place you should go and look to see on on um so where it occurred is probably here within that lab especially since that's where the gain of functioning research was going on mm-hmm. that we brought up last week and stuff like that like there's a lot of evidence are coming out seemingly pointing to allegedly that this leak from a lab because of the genetic makeup and so this is what i mean David and i aren't experts in this and so what but you don't, have to be, you don't have to be an expert to uh, make a hypothesis, right? That's a scientific method, right? It's how we sure. know that something, one of the ways we know that something is true, right? I can test it using the scientific method, then David should be able to do the same thing and you and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The whole process you go through. And so my whole thing is like, oh, well, that's weird because most of my knowledge, which I'm not an expert, but most of my knowledge is... You know, a new virus comes out. It really, really affects people who are seniors and Mm -hmm. children because they're immunocompromised, because their immune systems aren't um, mature. But yeah, a new virus comes out. Yep, a new virus comes out, started in Wuhan, seemingly, and it only affects senior citizens and those who are deemed burdens on society. So to me, that sounds like, oh, this is potentially... Something that's genetically modified, something created in the lab, probably leaked you know, from a lab, which then also comes back. If this does prove to be leaked from a lab, and these people, you gotta think, these people wear massive suits, go through this entire process. How stupid are we for wearing masks? Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the Fauci emails came out and he said it's not nearly as effective as anyone thought that it was and Yeah. Of
4: course um, not, because there's decades and decades so, of uh, studies done on the <laughs>
3: So here's my question for you. We can we can we can close it out after this. Okay. What was this exchange between the two of them? He's thinking. You tell me your thoughts <laughs> and then I'll tell you mine. Okay. I th- okay, I think I think it's twofold. Okay. I think, I think that um it is a uh, quite a bit of acting overacting on Mm -hmm. their parts um because uh john stewart has always been really good about using comedy uh to get tough information out to people it's what it's one of the things comedy is really good at right? right um you go and you listen to comedians and they'll tell you hard truths but because they're in a manner that is more joking uh, it's easier. It's an easier pill for people to swallow, right? Mm-hmm. So you had mentioned this before, but they're both liberals. Their audience mm-hmm. is primarily going to be liberals, especially now with um, uh, Stephen Colbert uh, being a late night host. Um, you know, these are the, their audience is the people who were convinced, and uh, I mean, they were get sold that this w- there was no possible way this was a lab leak. Uh, it seems that there's a lot of information that's come out now that. The, the, at the very least there is a it, we could just say 50-50 for the sake of of, of yeah, the argument right 50-50 argument. um but it's starting to seem like maybe that's the case and now they're running interference to try to to try to backpedal a little bit be like oh no maybe it is um yep and the reason i that's say that
4: that's what i was going to bring up
3: okay the reason i say that is because uh Stephen colbert is an actor yep he's not that's what he does. Right. And so he's playing the role that he needs to play. Uh, and Jon Stewart to some degree is also playing the role that he needs to play is the, you know, don't shoot the messenger. And he can do it in a way where it's like, he is funny. Like he's great at the analogies. Um, It, you know, he, he, he comes off very likable. Right. And so it's really mm-hmm. hard to be pissed at someone who's very good at that sort of uh, emotional manipulation in that sense. Um, right. So, yeah, I, I think that's the case. I mean, it's, it does sort of seem like the whether they ever give us the real information or not, that this thing probably was specifically from a lab. That that uh, that maybe that's how it got out, it's and that it was more natural, likely.
4: yeah. Especially given the Fauci emails and him and having that conversation with that scientist and the scientist saying, like, due to the genetic makeup, it looks like it uh, how, was created in a lab.
3: I mean, bro, how morally corrupt do you have to be? to have sent people through that kind of ringer for an entire year, knowing that
4: a lot of people didn't come out the same on the other side. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, that's, why, that's why they're trying to save face, because it's going to, I mean, it really, dude, the more and more information comes out, I'm not a Trump supporter. I, if you've listened to this podcast, you should know that. But the more and more information comes out, the more and more it seems like
3: he it was well, so, there was I, a concerted
4: oh, effort. There is a concerted effort to oust Trump, like at, by any means possible, yeah. by any means. Doesn't matter how it. many lives it costs and stuff like that. Now, I'm not saying there's this evil cabal behind the scenes that <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it seems it like these different, uh, like the media, you know, this group, that group, you know, try to work. In, you know, to get Trump out, whether mm-hmm. if they did it all together or just coincidentally, um, seemingly at the same time uh, because of their hatred for Trump and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and the fact that he was kind of really, you know, listening, uh, you know, to his base or whatnot, that, from the outside looking in, not being a Trump supporter and not being a uh, um, Democrat either. That's what it just seems like to me.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's trying to be from a neutral place so you can see things clearly, and I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, what do you think? Do you do you see it
4: like that, or do you do you see it differently?
3: No, gen- I mean, I th- I think you're you're generally correct. Um, I, I again, the blame is not completely taken away from him because he allowed that stuff to happen, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he had the ability oh, yeah. he to be like, mm, he could be like, "What? We're not locking down? Are you crazy?" You know what I mean? And it, obviously, he didn't have the right people around him. No one had the guts to to stand up to him. And maybe, maybe it's a, I mean, take it for what it is, is a uh, like a metaphor or a analogy. But he's, uh, it's kind of a Caesar situation, maybe, where it's like he put all these people around him. He thought he could trust, and they stabbed him in the back. Because mm-hmm. uh, maybe some and I of think them. Too is- I was gonna say because some of them maybe they wanted him out as much as uh, other
4: people did. So I don't know, man. Yeah. That's what I think too. I think oh, I think along with that whole thing is that um, a lot of the Republicans in these you know individual states also wanted him out for you know what and and who he represented. Um, you know, a more grassroots candidate. You know, that's why you see someone like Bernie Sanders and uh, stuff like that. These grassroots candidates get squashed. Even and these more yeah, yeah, Tulsi as well status candidates um you know uh, arise and you know for that control and that you know the continue along the status quo and everything so yeah
3: well it's it look at what i mean you want to go back to that bughead thing look at what they're doing on like a local level right where they're like no 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 you plebs can't do any of these things you you think that you can run the water and that you can figure out firefighters super yeah like (laughs) This is that this is what they think of normal people, even on that level I, yeah, it's it's is, so you're
4: not that bright you don't have yeah. a Harvard education
3: exactly what you can't you can't make your own city who will build you your don't roads? have
4: to use yeah, it's Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's nuts dude yeah, and this is no this no is, no
4: who will build our roads yeah
3: <laughs> who's going to pay for all of the things that we need when you leave it's uh, this this Atlanta United thing it's just like get out get out of here it's funny i've been um on that level it's I, i've gotten people with this a couple times and we'll close out but they it, okay. people will be like we or um society or this community and i'm like what community you know yeah, what i mean right. it's like you have you'll be like on the road or whatever someone like cuts you off or whatever you're like oh man love this community
4: yeah so much unity think, within always, this
3: thing it's like what, come on man
4: whenever someone says that always think of uh bobby from king of the hill when he says i don't know you you took my purse <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: man all right well all right. this has been uh another episode of the underground uh thank you guys so much uh for listening and continuing your support in any way that you're giving it. Um, don't forget that you can find us on pretty much every social media platform, all everything you need to know, uh, whether it's stories that we talked about in the show notes or the, uh, social media and so on and so forth. You can find it all there. Um, and, uh, we'll see you guys next time.
4: See ya.
0: Politics ruins everything
2: tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap they distort so question as if you war shack horsemen force men and they've long been having the course mapped it ain't that you can't see cause you can find it homes it's that you don't want to you cope by putting the blindness on i've been trying to find some kind of way but i've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and last to nonsense cause your mind is gone I can't save every person in politicking is bringing the worst out the very earth And every perk of living on this turf Is being chipped at and nerfed But I can't sit back and lurk I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose And it's a beautiful thing too Uh Hold up Yeah, ay, ay, ay. Looking at the technological advances I used to be on dial-up looking for answers, now what, underappreciating was candid, and 20 years later we got computers that hand fit, used to be playing Sega Genesis with bros, now I'm gaming with some folks on the other side of the globe, used to go through a label if you trying to blow, now people got more options on the table, got a post, social media, got us connected as ever on every medium, should be more righteous and clever, but what we see in this, communication is error and still the devious, Evil's Tedious that you gotta be remediate. Cause idiots get heebie jeebies in the event that they don't agree with you. Try to ruin your whole life cause you say what they dislike. God forbid y'all disagree without a fight. The type of stuff that will clear up if you lighten up Jack Your try for subject, your life would right if you give up that You're mad at nothing, not adding up when you're sad enough at A sad second that gets aggravated And now you pay it forward, let people make your blood boil Emotions firing like microwave foil Or the oil, they annoy you You add another's neck for the wrong reasons Election years now seeming like full-blown seasons Man, you let politics ruin or rather control Your whole life, man, you gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy. And they hate their neighbors. Sad.